supposed to battle an Israeli and now he's like not giving me the date and he's acting all weird. Only battle I want to do. I'm retired, bro. The only yeah. problem is with the average Israeli that he's not willing to believe that his right. handlers right. don't have his best interests. You're talking about Einstein. He was offered to be the president of Israel and he declined. Why did he decline it, Seth? Ill health and lack of experience. You see how propaganda works? They remove the actual reasoning problem. They, they change the reason to, oh, he was a fucking frail old man. He does so not great. equal MC squared. <laughs> <laughs> he equals what we're saying yeah. it does. Yeah. <laughs> when Israel first got the Apaches, when they adopted first dropped. the Apaches, which is the strongest fucking fighter helicopter on earth still to this day and when it came out it was literally the most terrifying thing in the sky you don't understand planes couldn't fuck with it it, it was a ridiculous machine when it came out we we're shown in an educational manner how insane this helicopter was and then we got to look out our window and see it arrive mm. you know what i mean and just level buildings and like wow. that's my earliest memory and i started rapping that week oh wow hey, hey, shimon perez bro had a palestinian id bro shubek is yeah. Man, so, yeah you're saying like as for the arabs in palestine what they do is their business but if we can do them a favor it is to help them liberate themselves from the orient so this was the rhetoric that they brought that they internalized from the anti-semites in europe uh, they internalize into themselves and they project it onto us. And now they want to call us anti-Semitic. To be Semitic is to be Oriental. So they are indeed the anti-Semites that came in with this racist ideology that they internalized <laughs> from Europe and then brought upon us and then accuse us of doing what the fuck they're doing. This, this, this episode is sponsored by the Santa Monica Library. Yeah. Welcome to episode eight of the Habibi House Pod. Was it eight? I mean, seven and a half. What? <laughs> episode eight of the Habibi House Podcast, yeah. uh, the Arab American Podcast, as you guys, you know, want to say, um, number one Arab American podcast in the world. I mean, we are the Arab American Podcast. Like, can you name another one that's doing it? How we do it? That has nobody. Um, nobody. I mean, big hitters. Yeah. And today we have a very, very special guest. Um, going by the name of Disaster. What's up, man? Yes, sir. Man, we have a legend in our presence today. He's not the little battle rapper. <laughs> He's not just the big battle rapper. Hey, man, he is the biggest battle rapper in the world in the studio right now, man. God, man. Oh, my God. Listen, he's been putting us Arabs on the map since you were doing long division by hand in school, baby. <laughs> And uh, he has been also terrorizing. <laughs> Listen, disasters terrorized many a whack rapper. He has decimated the careers and egos of grown men. Fact. He's battled and beaten, if I do say so myself, other legends like Cannabis. Just watched that battle yesterday. Shit was, was funny. Really crazy. DNA, Hollowhand, Daylight. Folks, he's wrestled with the best of them and came out on top. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, and then to add salt on the wound, he was recently cast to play Eminem. I mean, play a movie uh, directed by Eminem, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 put out Bodied. Um, it was a movie produced by Eminem. The director was Joseph Kahn. He uh, Eminem was the producer of the movie. It was a battle rap movie that we did. There's a lot of um, a lot of uh, you know well known faces in hip hop that are in there. It was pretty awesome. Go watch it, Bodied, oh, yeah. man. I'm Body. I'm the star bad guy in it because just nice. like Eddie was saying Meg- earlier, Megaton, right? I was Megaton in in the thing, but you're Clarence, basically. Your real name is Clarence. No, I'm a, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a terrorist Arabic fucking rapper that punches people in the fucking face, and I'm literally trying to beat everyone the fuck up, and I have anger issues. Which so you, is so that you played yourself. <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because they told me they wanted me to play myself, but I felt like... It was too aggressive. Well, it's not that it's too aggressive. I'm just the bad guy of the story, and, and yeah. then and then the Got guy it. that wins is you know like Eminem's image, you Got know, it. and Got you it. know, Got and it. I'm the that's trying to take it, you know. Yo, know, the Mohammed loses in the end. That <laughs> <laughs> um, was gonna make us lose. <laughs> yeah, I had the bad guy role, but it was fun. Like being myself in that movie and kind of just you know. Are you yeah. writing? Huh? Like, you write all your stuff, or yeah, yeah. Like I'm not that? gonna let nobody else write my shit, especially when I'm better than all those motherfuckers. Right. What's crazy is in the movie, like, uh, like so when 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 it was put out, they released the trailer of me versus this kid named MC Goggles. In the in the movie, I break his glasses and I kick him off the stage, and I'm I'm, I'm like battling him. Mm. When they put it out, it was the only video they put out. They put produced by Eminem, and it showed me battling him. All the people that were that were in the comments, they, it, it started a war because people were like, "Oh, Eminem wrote all this," and then it was people mm. like, "Nah, you idiot! This is a disaster!" And right. he would fucking kill Eminem. Yeah. That shit turned into like a crazy Damn. discussion that leaked onto Twitter, right? So I started retweeting all of it. Yeah, retweeting like people yeah. saying that I would beat Eminem. I would retweet people saying that Eminem would beat me. I would just, yeah. you know, I was putting all of it up. Yeah. Yeah. And they hit me up and were like, bring that shit down right now or we're going <laughs> to fucking like, like, bro, I got like threatened to remove all that shit. Oh, the man. movie, the, the movie studio, yeah, yeah, the bro, producers? I got threatened because how dare I suggest that right. I would rip Eminem. You right. know what I mean? I actually was going to ask you about that uh, a little <laughs> you later. You think Eminem got Hilarious upset? shit, bro. You think Eminem would be upset or just his team? I don't know if he would ever be upset about something because nah. he's a competitive lyricist. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, but everyone, it's like... Everyone. I definitely want to see your opinion on, on that battle. But um, but yeah, man, listen. I mean, you're, you're, you're known for your aggressive showmanship, right? You're known for that, like, get in your face and really spit at people. You show no mercy to the enemies, you know. Yeah. But today you were kind enough sit, to sit down with us, so we appreciate you, <laughs> you know, coming into the I mean, studio. You're, you're, you're gonna come at all yeah. of us. <laughs> I mean, ju- just yesterday you were roasting some Zionist on. Uh, oh on yeah, the live, like yeah. I was, I, and I, I didn't mean it to be no like. To be honest with you, I was trying to be respectful, and, and, and now at this, at this point, it's like I already said mad fucked up shit to him. But, like, because he decided to go online after we had the fucking conversation. And what happened was, man, I really want to talk about this, actually. Yeah, this is awesome. Let us know. Because, like, he reflects, like, so much of their behavior. Like, he is the prototype of the brainwashed kid that doesn't want to hear anything but his side of the story. And then, like, they try to keep it all in the shadows, right? Like, he was trying to do this shit on his Insta and all this shit. I brought him to my Insta. And now, like, he's, like, in front of everybody. Mm. And, like, now... When the conversation happened, when it first ended, he like didn't know how to feel about it. So we started talking and he was like, oh, I feel like that. But he wasn't really tripping. I was like, oh, we're going to do another one. And he was like, "Okay, cool. 
And then he just started seeing all the comments of people saying he was delusional and all this shit. Mm. And he started tripping and started oh, wow. saying that I set him up and cut off his live. And really? he started with the victim shit. Like I was on there making points and he cut me off. And Seriously? It, yeah, but it turns out that it cut off because it went to one hour. You know, Instagram yeah. don't let you. Yeah. Bro, I was but on like, that whole live. Yeah, so he, but also I was like this far when it cut off. Like right. fucking stupid, bro. Like I didn't touch my phone. Like you could tell right. I didn't touch my phone. You're just playing victim. Right. Crazy. The playbook, man. And it's, it's like, bro, I could have hurt the kid's feelings, bro. I really could have. You held back. You held back. Like, I, I could have just told him, listen, man, your whole life is a lie, bro. Right. Everything you believe in that you think is happening to you, you're doing yourself. Right. You're not the victim in any situation. You don't have the upper hand in this conversation. You are just to listen. And the only way you could ever be an ally to any to humanity or anything, if you're willing to re-examine yourself and who you are, your characteristics as a person, fuck, fuck what's happening. Right. Like you as a person need to reevaluate because yeah. like they're trying to make it this Jewish thing. He's always, th this is, right. this is what they do. But it's like, bro, how, how much do we love the Jews that are like, Oh, no, we know what the fuck's going yeah. on. It's like, bro, come give me a fucking hug. Right. I'll take a bullet for you. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. there's no, you know what I'm saying? 100%. Like, like, so. So you're not anti-Semitic. Of course not. <laughs> anti-Semitic. <laughs> right. Right. Semitic. Bro, they're like our cousins, but we're so similar to them. Like, like I, I start thinking about it sometimes. Like, imagine a world where we're benefiting off each other, Man. where we're like helping each other with mm. shit. Like, we would yeah. be like. We would be like the toughest group of people on earth Absolutely. if we stuck together and Absolutely. we were all like the Middle East. Like, right. like nobody could fuck with us. Right. We have everything yeah. covered. You yeah. know what I mean? No, literally. literally. But there's the, a. I think it's important though for people to know that there are people that are Jewish that don't support what that government is doing. A lot of doing. them. It's yeah. like a and, huge amount. It's yeah. bro, and you have to understand Zionism is, is, is opposed but they it's diametrically opposed to judaism and you see in the orthodox jews we know this yeah. we see groups of them they're out in the rain in the freezing cold telling you right you know what i mean uh, uh rabbi elon beck yeah. you know what i mean ilhan beck yeah another amazing guy you know the one i'm talking about the, the guy with the, the new the york the, yeah. The the children. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah i fucking love him <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and like when love he explains guy. to you like like you see like bro when you see like a a, a real jewish man that follows yeah and that's that's a righteous man bro they have a glow in their eye that nobody has yeah, they're man. they're amazing fucking people yes. you know what i mean yes. but it's like a lot of them what's happened with them bro is not their fault israelis have in, in Jews in general had to escape. They cannot escape this propaganda where they are tied identity wise right. into the flag, to into Zionism. So yeah. like, it's like Jewish flag and Zionism. Right. They can't escape that. It's like telling them like, bro, don't be yourself. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't tell a Zionist, like, look, bro, Zionism is a form of white supremacy. Right. You know what I mean? Most right. def just said it, but we didn't need him to say, yeah. shouts out to Yassim Bey, the goat. Yeah. But most. we didn't need him to say it. We know this. Right. Like, well, they, they have a, I feel like people have a different understanding of what Zionism is because I mean, I've met some people have done some interviews and I'm like, he's like, yeah, I'm a Zionist. What do you mean? I want the state of Israel, you know, to exist. They're being naive about and it's, it because I mean, it, it did start. So the idea of Zionism was, Way better than what it turned out to be now. Correct. He's right about that. But it wasn't supposed to be what it became. Correct. Yes and no, because because I've like I I was reading some of like the original literature, and there's definitely like Theodore Herzl was was 
was caught saying like when we get there we're gonna leave them be what they are and do their yeah. thing and you are my brother man he has a quote saying that but then also there's is quotes that substantiated like uh, do we know like that's 100 yeah, what he yeah, said yeah these are writings of it this was a quote i read this in uh, i mean like, theodore herzl we, we, we already know that like he's 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 not uh you know this is not he's he to me he's like uh you know like uh karl marx like he's like right. like like you an ideology that's way past it's right, it cannot right, fit in modern right, times right, right. you cannot tell a group of people that you feel like you are superior to them and still right. have an equal fucking situation right. where right. everybody's going to be okay with the shit yeah. but human beings bro if we go to a fucking dmv or we go to a fucking line of food and we see somebody get preferable fucking treatment we're going to be like yo hold the fuck up why right. did this guy just cut me in line yeah. you know just imagine like you have a whole entire world of this right yeah. There's no way you could exist in a city. And, and, and the thing is about like Zionism is it's closer to atheism than it is to Judaism. Very much so. Well, they were atheists. And, 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 and it's like the belief of forcing Jews out of exile when they're supposed to stay there until the Messiah comes is an act of defying God to them. And when right. you talk to any rabbi, they tell you this yeah. because they – they fear God. They fear their commandments, their books. Right. So they, you know what I'm saying? Like you hear it from them. Yeah. Who do you not hear it from? The kids and the young ones that don't study shit anyway. So like, yeah. why do we give a fuck what they think? Right. You know what I mean? Right. If anything, if anything, if you were, Jew, if you're Jewish, you would be pissed at Zionism because it hijacked. It's making you look it hijacked bad. Or it hijacked. Yeah. It took the, the religion, hijacked it and used it for, for Especially when a non-religious person that does not believe in God does something in the name of religion, automatically you it's lost bad. all credibility. Makes everyone look bad. Automatically, if you're not working for God, who, who are you working for? But to, to round off the point about Theodore, because the, the reason I said yes and no is because there were some of those sentiments to where it's like, we'll let them do their thing, we'll do our thing. But there was also different for, party, like Zionist ideologies and parties. There's, like there's like a bunch of them. Labor Zionism. Yeah, there was Christian con Zionism, Zionism. Yeah, there's a bunch. It evolved. So, of course. Yeah, but at the, in the origination stage. and But then, so... Like, for example, Hadham is another one of the Zionist scholars. He was kind of the leading um, Zionist um, proponent before Theodore Herzl kind of came in and took the stage. His idea was not to create a Jewish state. It was just to have a Jewish culture existing in Palestine. He did not want to officially create a state. and he was a, Because he feared what would happen if a state was actually created. Yeah. This is just like when Einstein, it, like, around, like Einstein had the same sentiments. He started off as being pro-Zionist and then realized that this might not be the best idea. And Hesed, who's actually like a huge Jewish leader from back in the day, who really opposed this because he felt like this would eventually ruin the name of, of Judaism and it would make it unsafe for right. them and it's like bro at the end of the day when you look at this they're just like any other culture that's been hijacked by their government the only yep. problem is with the average israeli that he's not willing to believe that right. his handlers right. don't have his best interests like yep. every other country knows this yeah i'm a lebanese man i love my country right i love lebanon that yep. doesn't mean i'm gonna go fucking bootlick the politicians right yeah <laughs> like, you're saying you know, this on the live they don't you know what I'm saying? like it, i don't have to do it's that okay to, to say you don't support your government this is what blows me my mind about them is that they feel like they have to support them to fucking be aligned with their own identity right. how is that possible through a bro? whole genocide so to me that is a dictatorship i mean and like where, it's not where, a democracy where else right. in the world do you like which country has it where these colors represent the, the government it's like a gang right if you wear yellow you're hezbollah 
You wear uh, oh, green. You're talking about in, like for, to them yeah. out there in Lebanon. In well, Lebanon, oh, like in Lebanon, yeah. Well, it's it's all colors. We 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 definitely have the color thing, yeah. But were you asking? I'm Sorry. just saying, like, where else in the world is it like that? Where it's that backwards? Where like, if you wear a yellow shirt, you're automatically considered. You know, a, Lebanon. We're probably I mean, the in most. Compton. We're, we're the I'm most. Talking about you know that I'm talking about government. You're, yeah. you're, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're like the most sectarianism, you know, country on earth. We, we, we have so many religions fighting. Like it's not now, but right. we so, come from literally four or five religions going to war with yeah. each other over one region. You know what yeah. I mean? You're talking about Einstein. He was offered to be the president of Israel and he declined. Really? Yeah. But what did they say? Why did he decline? It said, Oh, it said, uh, old president citing. Ill health and lack of experience. And that literally, do you see how that works? You see how propaganda works? They remove the actual reasoning probably. They, they change the reason to, oh, he was a fucking frail old man. Yeah. Like the reasoning is so crazy because it's a shot back at him for say, talking shit. It's right. like, oh, you want to talk shit? Now you're dead and this is. <laughs> yeah, 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 literally. <laughs> he does so not crazy. equal MC squared. Yeah. <laughs> it equals what we're saying it yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, it, it is crazy though. I was, I was reading up yesterday on like, I was trying to understand, like trying to recognize reconcile like the idea of their victimhood combined with like their current oppressive like nature and force and it's like how does that how do you turn out to be so oppressive when you were the victim and i was reading that they essentially adapt because 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 let's let's keep let's keep it it's not the same people bro it's not the same people no for sure but what i what i was what i was reading too bro is that they essentially adopted because I was gonna say like like let's keep it a buck. There was a ton of anti-Semitism throughout the throughout 100%. the world throughout history, yeah. especially in Europe. I mean, right? it, it exists. That's what I was telling. That's what I was. Saying, that's what I was telling. That's what I was telling about historically. That's what I was telling the Elon guy. I was telling him like, yeah, like he was trying to talk to me about Iraq, and yeah, things happened in Iraq with Jews, but also there's a lot of Mossad stuff that he didn't want to talk about. Yeah, but that was essentially what I was telling right, Elon. Right. Yeah, and here's the right. thing about you know. I'm glad you brought that up. Like. Again, I would be pissed as a Jewish person for people to to say everything is anti-Semitic because it it um, waters, waters down. It it's pulling, it's pull, it's like pulling the race card, or right. you know what I mean. Right. It waters it down so because yeah. yeah, because anti-Semitism is real and it's yeah. it's a it's a real thing, Correct. just like Islamophobia. Yeah, and it's it's but when when everything is called anti-Semitic, it loses, it loses its, its meaning. meaning. And you know, to me, anti-Semitism get, is what it originally was coming out of Europe. And it's, right. it's the anger of the white man in Europe right. because the Jews were better than them at getting money. That's, 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 that's to me what anti-Semitism. That's, that's part of it, bro. Well, it's the word in German. They, 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 they hate they, us because they, they hate us. They mad propaganda on they them and it. created all this shit around them because. Because they owed them money. Yeah. And they, they needed money. And it was just like, they were like the Jewish, like when you look at it, from a from a broad perspective, they kept their money inside, right. and they were like, "Fuck all these guys! They don't fuck with us," which is really admirable. If you actually watch the House of Rothschilds, which is a crazy fucking movie, it's like mm. one of the first movies ever made. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like mm. an old movie from the 1900s in black and white. It shows you their story, bro. Wow. It shows you the story how even they spread out, how they took over the bank shit, and it's some gangster shit, Jeez. bro. Like they come from like real oppression, bro. Right, like, right, like. The Jews before these kids that are privileged now, that are on TikTok yeah. and fucking like acting right. like their life is so bad, they right. come from some real, oh, yeah. real shit oh, where yeah. they couldn't even eat steak and right. they couldn't even eat do certain right. things. I mean, they that had the ghettos, insane. right? They were like, I mean, before, was real. Yeah, 
And they were admonished, like the way they got into the money game is they were told they can't do nothing else. So they picked up the one thing that only they could do because Christians couldn't deal with, with interest, right? And so they started doing the money lending thing and ended up being their, their superpower in a way. But so that's definitely part of it was like the sentiment of disliking them because they uh, owed them money, like some of the, some, the, the, Brit the British rulers and the old school um, kings and queens and shit like that. But another thing too that I was reading about, and this was really interesting to me, is that they were hated because they were seen as non-white or they had like a vein of Orientalism. It's the same them. as how the KKK see it. They don't, they don't consider white Jews white people. Exactly. They're just like something else to them. They're, to us, they're all white. Literally, <laughs> there was a quote. Of, right. Literally, but there was a quote coming. And some of them, some of them did just straight up convert. Like there is, there's people called, there's people that are Judaizer, Judaiz, Judaizized, J-U-D-A-I-Z-E-R-S. Can you guys? And, um, and they're called the Subotniks. So they converted a lot of Russians, but besides yeah, that, yeah, like, but the people that were actually, um, the people that were actually, um, the, the, the Europeans at the time, like the people that were in power, they disliked them because of their oriental nature there was even a sentence that came out and said these are palestinians amongst us so they were experiencing racism in europe for having a connection to the orient because yeah. there was this white supremacy this wow. idea that like europeans are superior to anyone in the east so but then they eventually ended up adopting and in internalizing that racism and they made it their own so now they were like yeah no they started pushing themselves further and further away from the orient us, the Middle East, and they started taking this role of like, we're not them, we're different, we're like you guys. So it's almost like playing, trying to get the sympathy of your, like, what is that, uh, impost not imposter syndrome, um, like when you're the prisoner starts. Oh, Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, when you way. pretty much when you fucking gain a liking for your abuser. Right. Well, so, and the final point I'll make in that is, so they became racist in, in, in trying to separate themselves away from the Orient, the Orient, the, 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 the East. Right. They became racist amongst each other against the, the, like the Jews that were in the Mizrahi Jews. They experienced, Mizrahi Jews from they experienced a ton of racism when they first got to Israel and segregation. <coughs> and so eventually what happened is they internalized this hate and this racism and they expressed it and they brought it on to us. And that's how... <coughs> I think we landed where we are. Saha um, man, Saha. Well, like, after <laughs> this thing, uh, Excuse me. was a guy with his last breath. He will. <laughs> um, dying breath, bro. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, but that it, should give us some empathy for. I where mean, the they word anti-Zion, or I mean, sorry, anti-Semitic. It started in Germany, right? And that even was a hijacked term because we always we're trying to make it clear that arabs are also semitic, semitic right well, what do you mean it's so the levant the whole when you say, when when somebody takes that phrase and says semites and it's just like only jews right and then we're like whoa you know, you're calling us anti-semitic well, and we're semitic though, but like it would be half the problem if it was like a sephardic jew saying it yeah like right. if it was a sephardic jew saying yeah. it to me at least i could be like all right, listen, yeah. dumbass, I'm you. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I can be like, we're the same person. What's right. But it's crazy when a white guy tells you, Literally, the when a white guy tells you you're an anti-Semite, it's like, what? It's like, like bro, I'm a Semite, right. you're not. Yeah. Like how, how like if anything, like it's, the, it's backwards. Like how, that's where I don't get it. And telling a Lebanese or a Palestinian man, like any Arab has a right to feel a certain way. Like what? Like black folks have a right to feel a certain way about white people in America, right? But more than any Arab, 
Lebanese and Palestinians have a right to feel the way the fuck they want because they don't feel a way out of, oh, I don't like how this guy looks or sounds. It's like, nah, bro, this guy's been fucking poking me, Mm -hmm. busting my shit up my whole Mm -hmm. life. I'm supposed to feel a certain way towards it. You know what I'm saying? Imprisoning me. And here's the thing. I I mean, I I bring this up a lot, but I was even there in 2006 during the war. Yeah, me too, man. That's crazy. So, yeah, we could talk about that. Yeah, yeah, we should. uh, But, (laughs) you know, and I was much younger. Well, not. You are way younger than me. I'm nine years probably. Like, you're you're 39. Yeah, yeah. You're 30? 30, Yeah. Yeah. So, I was 13 at the time, and I had a younger kid. I mean, sorry, younger uh, siblings, also two-year-old sister, you know, and we were going through that. And I, we went through all of that. My apartment building was completely demolished. When Wait, I, where, where do you live in Lebanon? Well, we were living in the Dahi at the time. Man, so we were, on, we were in the, the <laughs> I'm trenches. right next to you, bro. I'm literally right there. I yeah. was in Shwaifet ala Mafra, Hayya okay. Sallam. So yeah. like it's what separates me from the Dahi is just one we street that Shiyah. I lived on. I lived, no, it's Tariq Said al-Adimi, Shwaifet. I'm okay. Shwaifet. So it's like right there. But like I basically went to school and lived right ala Hadud al-Dahi. Okay. Like right there. Like yeah. the first couple of buildings about Dahi at Dembaitna. And basically, we, we lived in the, like the in, during the civil war. We were on the the green zone, basically like yeah, yeah. We were right there, bro. Like you know what I mean. So we so. seen it's Latinofijnub. They hit south. Most people understand that. Like yes, Israel is bombing the south. The south has taken the heaviest hits right. from Lebanon, and it's it's been occupied the most. And there's still eight towns that are occupied. That's yeah. another conversation. But more than that, Wait, what? Good. I mean, Shabbat, like Shabbat, I have, I have seven other. There's seven other. We places. have land in the Shabbat Lebanon's farms. Being, keep, uh, Lebanon's yeah. being occupied. Yeah, there's eight towns that are Lebanese that are, that are now under Israeli occupation, and it's been that way. We were, we were, we were pretty much freed from the occupation in the year 2000, but these towns remained, and they mm-hmm. didn't. They it's didn't like a no man's land. Yeah, type. like they, you know what I'm saying. Like in yeah. Shiba is part of this shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. So and it's parts for Syria too. <laughs> They're listening, bro. They're listening. Always. Oh, but, uh, what was, no. I, what was I gonna say before that though? Hold on. Yeah. I just was gonna say. So living in in you know in the Dahi, you also get to ex- you you got to experience a lot of crazy shit. I don't know what that is, but is that me? Is something playing. It's uh-huh. not me. You, probably you. Oh, the Siri, your Siri started playing. Your Siri, no, started Siri playing. literally just started playing No Man's Land. My point is, living in a, a in a dahi, that's crazy. You got to experience crazy shit, yeah. and one of those was since my balcony where I was, the dahi is like right underneath me and right in front of me. Um, one of those, one of those things you got to experience is when Israel first got the Apaches. So when Israel first. When they Adopted first dropped, the Apaches. What's that? We've seen them on television. Oh, oh, helicopter? The Apache oh, helicopter, which is the strongest fucking fighter helicopter on earth still to this day. And when it came out, it was literally the most terrifying thing in the sky. You don't understand. Planes couldn't fuck with it. It, it was a ridiculous machine when it came out. Oh. It, it came out in like, I think it was like the early 2000s or late 90s. So we seen them on television. We were shown educationally first. Mm-hmm. This, this was the life of a fucking Arab. We're shown in an educational manner how insane this helicopter was. And then we got to look out our window and see it arrive. 
Mm. You know what I mean? And just level buildings. And like, wow. that's my earliest memory. And I started rapping that week. Oh, wow. Like whenever that happened, I was writing about that shit. Damn. And so, that's how I started writing. Yeah. My first bars that I wrote were literally so like, about the shit. Again, b- the buildings. Wow. The only reason I, I mean, one of the only reasons I, I mentioned bars. it is, be- <laughs> is because. <laughs> that crazy. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like, I'm sure there's some underlying PTSD that I haven't like dealt with or whatever. Like, you know, when I see these clips that are happening now. I'm always like, this could have been me. My apartment building could have, uh, was, I mean, literally our neighbor building was. You're not going to, you know what I mean? Anna, my, my memory of it, my PTSD memory of it. I remember just like yesterday. I'm not going to say that it's something that keeps me up from sleeping at night, but I'll tell you what, when you're a kid, all you think about is other kids. You don't think about adults. You don't give a fuck about them. So when that Apache showed up and it leveled a building right in front of us and like our glass cracked in our building and me and, you know, uh, we, we had babysitters when we were young, like our parents both worked. And so like me and her were like huddled up in the fucking corner. Mm. And I just remembered the thought that I had. The The thought that I had was this weird, like uh, just my in my heart, like my heart sank. Mm. And it's because I telepathically, like in my brain, heard the kids inside the building scream. Because I know that was a regular building. Like I, I've seen a building in a neighborhood. I know it's not a base. Right. You know what I mean? Right. A building got hit, like, and it got leveled, right? So, like, I seen it, and I just remember when it got leveled, I was just like, I, I just imagined, like, a Felt bunch it. of kids just disappear. Like, right. I, and just the feeling of, and I wasn't thinking of adults. I was just thinking yeah. of kids because those are my homies when you're a kid. Those yeah. are your homies, yeah. you know? Yeah. Kids but, are, like, right. yeah. the only thing that matter. You don't give a fuck about adults. Right. Fuck the adults. Right. Gang, gang. But it's yeah. all good. <laughs> it's, all, it's, 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 right. it's all good. They, they drop the pamphlets. That's fine. You know? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. They, they, they yeah. See, but that's, like, new. Like, even just hearing these yeah. stories about, oh, they're getting warnings. And that shit didn't exist in Lebanon. Right. There was no warning. You're work, woken up in, in the middle of the night, just right. explosions yeah. and the sky cracking in half and just, and they just hit everything. You never know what they're going to hit. I'm, Electrical my, plants, yeah. airport. They fucked our airport up. They fucked up bridges. My close, my, the, 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 the closest I've ever came to being a victim of this shit was literally in 2006, Same. far away from all the shit in the mm. mountains, mm. passing through a bridge, trying to get into Syria after they leveled the whole fucking country Damn. and fucked over the fucking shit. I passed through a bridge with a cab that's pretty much treating us crazy, me and my father. We passed through and I hear on the radio that the bridge is gone 10 minutes later. 10 minutes after Dude, we passed oh the bridge, God, they're like, I hear the bridge name on the thing. I'm like, no, nah, it's not the same bridge, right? And I look at my dad. And he's just like, wow. like, bro, I'm like, what? Like, and the fucking we cab driver right. acted like he couldn't hear it. I was like, am I the only one in this fucking cab? What like, cab that just almost died yeah. 10 minutes ago. We, we, they bombed the bridge you guys just yeah, fucking we passed. Just, we just we, passed it. And then we, like, started hearing, why are they bombing the bridges? Shit. Nobody fucking knows. They were just hitting bridges randomly crazy, in the mountains. They to, no, they wanted to completely isolate and no way out, no way in. You see, and, like, and like they, and they, the, the airport, too. So, like, again, I was 13 year old, years old. I was in Egypt, actually, when, it, when the shit went down. I was at a basketball tournament. I had, my little brother was with me. Um, so it was a bunch of kids at this camp. We're all huddled around a TV even smaller than this, you know, in, in one ho- hotel room. And we're seeing smoke. I couldn't even read Arabic at the time. Um, and it's like, I was like, what's going on? And, and people just looked like they saw a goat. They were as white as, you know, your kafiya. And it was just like, uh, we, we just saw smoke coming from the airport. 
And we're like, we're yeah. in Egypt. We're stuck. We don't know how we're going to get back. So luckily we had gangster ass, uh, you know, uh, chaperones that had been through the shit, been through the wars uh, decades before, right? And they, uh, they, they, we had to go to Syria. Oh, so we had the same. Yeah, yeah we, we, we did we the same thing. From, I forget. It was from Cairo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From, Crazy. from Egypt to Syria. Oh, my God. We took a bus from Syria. So you came back in. Yeah, yeah. to you get came in. back into Lebanon? Yeah, yeah. While yeah. I was going down? came back in the way I got out. So. That's crazy. Same shit. You guys crossed paths. It was a Why bus. Well, I left like. I left like at the end of it. Like it was like probably like the last week. My dad yeah. had to get back to work, and then we yeah. left our uh, we left the rest of our family behind. My dad was about to leave by himself. I didn't even want to go. I just had yeah. to. I had so, no other choice, right, so I left right. with him. And then I had to go to Germany and do a battle. And are you? Oh, a no, battle? no, no, no. I'm tripping. That was like a different one. That's no. so crazy. In 2019, some shit was happening. Oh shit! And I went to Germany. It was before. Like I don't know what was happening right before. Um, Right before the pandemic, bro, they were sending drones out Dahi and shit started popping mm. again, and it looked like it looked like shit was gonna happen again. Yeah. And I, I got so, you know. it's crazy that those two incidents are like almost inseparable yeah. in your brain. The fact yeah, that you it just merged, like, it merged two thousand and six and two thousand nineteen. That's a long time too, bro. Merged, but yeah, that's because crazy, it's bro. like it's that PTSD probably. It, it it's it's basically it's happened so much throughout the years of our life that like a lot of these these merge. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I I tend to. You know, even when the airport got bombed, I lived, I, w- I just so happened to be there again in the same, in, in the same area, but I lived, my balcony was right above the airport. Like the airport was in my backyard, bro. My, the airport is one, one minute away from me. Technically for those who don't know, Matar Beirut is not in Beirut. It's in mm-hmm. Shweifit. It's mm-hmm. in Beirut Al-Kubra. It's like how Inglewood is, like Got how, it. how right. like the airports in Inglewood, it. it's not in LA. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's the same for us, you Got know? It. So, you know, it's yeah, fucking it crazy seeing crazy. that shit right it in front of you. You know what I mean? It yeah. all merged together. I couldn't even fucking remember what time one of it happened. Yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, those moments, wrong, I can only imagine. Like, And I asked yeah. you, yeah, so like we've eventually got back in. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, the, the, the bridge got destroyed. Uh, we had Ameri- It was me and my brother only had the American passport, so they stopped us an hour. You know, uh, they gave us the whole, you know, interview process. We didn't, we weren't like, you know, Allowed in. Did they ask you if you were a terrorist? Essentially, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, la- you know, we crossed that bridge, the Syria Lebanon, you know, crossing, and they completely leveled. So it. crazy, so, man. But yeah, so and then we had to uh, three months or two months later when they when we didn't take the you know there was how there was like a boat to Cyprus for the Americans to yeah, like escape. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a boat that came yeah. and took everybody. We missed. We that didn't shit. do. We didn't yeah, do yeah. that. So you see, uh, we, we were stayed. probably. <laughs> We did the same shit. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, this yeah. crazy round. And the then same we waited, time. and we actually escaped to Jordan. Um, Man, th- yeah. So that's how, because you, it's weird. What the fuck we, was the going on? Why I've couldn't we been... leave from Syria? Mm. I don't know. Was was it already fucked up? And no, remember. it wasn't. No. Syria wasn't no, fucked Syria up. Syria was good. Dog. So like the the way my shit ended real quick because I know you want to ask us something. Yeah. But we went into Syria, and from Syria we went to Jordan. Mm. From Jordan, we fuck. I flew to Germany, and that's why it all mixed together because of the other trip. Right, right, right. But when we got, I don't think Syria. I don't think they were allowing planes from From Syria. Syria, Yeah, they were all kind of grounded. All the planes, the the, the Damascus Mm. airport, Damascus Makint Meshi. So Jordan, yeah. So the only time I've ever been able to experience Jordan, unfortunately, uh, Amman was was when I was escaping Lebanon. Crazy. Yep, and I and I went into Jordan, and I I was literally so. 
radicalized and so like Lebanese, like so I, I had, I came out in a wife beater and all I had back then was the cedar tree. Like I didn't have all the tattoos, tattoos I yeah. have, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like some dude seen it and just kept on staring at it and giving me the look down. And I was just like, what's popping in the middle of the airport? <laughs> My dad's like, we need to get back. Like, yeah. bro, we're going to be stuck here. Wow. Bro. <laughs> I'm ready to tear the airport Damn, up man. over this guy yeah. looking at my tattoo. Hey, man, they'll fight you in Jordan, too. Oh, I was ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> over the they cedar tree. There. That's the problem is that the Arabs are fighting each other when yeah. we should really exactly. fight. Right. Exactly. And I'm not, I hate to be the guy that was going to do that, but this guy was literally mad dogging me because yeah. of my tattoo, yeah. man. I felt like he had a problem <laughs> that's just how jordanian's jesus faces said are that, jesus probably yeah. <laughs> can i ask you a question about have you ever fought someone in a rap battle well before we before we go there because that's that's I'm coming not, up i'm not talking about that <laughs> we do I, I, that was one of the questions but we don't have yeah, to yeah yeah time. i'm not talking about but um no, I, mean, I, just I, I, I pulled up um <laughs> I, pulled up, <laughs> I watched that's that good. battle uh I, I, some, someone put we'll talk about it but no, I pulled up some of the literature I was reading because I want to be specific and I want you to read one of, the, one of these on passing yeah. the phone. But um, basically, it was a British anti-Semite by the name of Houston Stewart Chamberlain, right? It sounds and, familiar. Yeah. And he was kind of spewing some of this like anti-Semitic rhetoric um, with this, it almost had like a pseudoscientific gloss they're saying where the, he was saying how the Aryan race was superior. And essentially, he was saying that Jews, the contemporary Jews at the time, this was in... Uh, this is probably in the, it's in the 19th century. Like you saying they were a half caste, like they're a mixture between Semites and um, they're basically the transition between black and white people essentially is what he was saying. And, uh, he, and Hitler even took direct inspiration from him. Right. Well, so he was the so one. Imagine being cited. Your sources are cited <laughs> like Hitler cited you. Imagine Hitler inspired <laughs> by you. Literally. He's like, Hey, can Jeez. I use this? Yeah, in yeah. My I was about to say, is there somebody else Plagiarism. Like, like him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, it was backwards. It was Margaret Sanger or Thatcher. I forgot her fucking last name who was sending him letters. The, the one, uh, she's the parent Planned Parenthood genociding bitch. Oh yeah. yeah. Fucking Margaret fucking Sanger. I think that's her yeah. name. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Wait, what? Planned Parenthood is a genocide. Well, the the people behind it, that absolute, the the people that are behind the idea of it were people that believed in depopulation and vaccinating people and doing crazy ass shit to people, and they're also behind abortions. Got it. This is the conspiracy corner. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> this is definitely not. This is all fucking well documented yeah. public knowledge. Yeah. yeah, talking about well things that people will call. Just so I don't get her name wrong. People will call it a conspiracy, though. I'm just yeah, saying. I mean, they you know, could, like, I guess. I'm trying to. But, like, the, the thing is with, with these situations is they, back then, it was okay to talk like this, so people didn't give a fuck. Yeah, it was Sanger. It was Mar Margaret Sanger, I think. Here, hold on. Yep. Um, she's, she's, she's literally behind it. When you look her up, her thing is like the truth behind Planned Parenthood, racism, eugenics, and hatred. Heard of this. They're the people that thought like they, they're also behind eugenics. And Ooh, if yeah. you look at fucking Bill Gates, his father is part of this shit too. Patrick Williams Gates, Williams Gates, his father, Bill Gates, his father is a depopulation believer. Mm. Anyways, this is a different fucking for a different podcast. <laughs> right, but right, that was right. my point. I mean, in uh, a way, I mean, it's related. Like, like this whole it. like that racial. Was my point. She she heard she loved Hitler. <laughs> yeah. and this guy loved Hitler, so they're all fucking. Well, he inspired Hitler. Well, they're doing. I mean, all nice like colonizing racial, fucking. <laughs> literally, this racial superiority logic, bro. But. Basically, he's the one, like, Chamberlain was the one that solidified the dynamic of pitting good Jews against bad Jews, right? And then it's saying that later okay. on, the Jews themselves inter internalized 
and normalize the sentiment to their detriment, right? So that's kind of the background of of him having this belief that they're impure, that they're not the Aryan race, right? Similar to the Hitler Mm. uh, logic. And then this is what some of the Zionist leaders, after internalizing that, started saying things like this. Like, watch, I want you to read it. You want me to read? Oh, God. Oh, man, you're going to have to give me your passcode. And your girl's probably watching, so just letting you know. (laughs) He has a home button. What kind of phone is this? <laughs> it's the iPhone 2, bro. Yeah, I love it. The, the OG. Give me the passcode on, yeah. on, 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 on live. We'll cut it out. All right. All right. Uh, oh, you going to make me say this? God damn, he chose the craziest <laughs> one to make me say, hey, I'm reading this quote, and I don't believe nothing that's written this over here. This is a quote from, like, a Zionist um, okay. leader. So this is a Zionist leader. Back in the day. In the book, History of the Jews, I think, in his 11th volume, the Jews in Muslim lands deemed the real Orientals among the Jews the most uncivilized and inferior of all. Crazy. This is horrific stuff. Literally. So this was the sentiment. This was the logic. There's another one I'll read because it's a bit long. I don't want you to have well, to. I mean, like the way they're no talking, what that means. you can tell that's like... In a modern day times like this, like these people could not have existed. Well, like they, this. they terrorized each other. So, like, a, a, a thing that people don't understand is that, like, the, the the Zionist terror groups of the 1900s actually bombed. You're talking and, about Ergun and Haganah. Yeah. yeah all. So these are the precursors to those people, like right. the, the stuff we're reading. So, like, this That's is what, the, yeah. the one I wanted to read, and I'm going to let you, let you go on, just so we can set the scene for why we're at where we're at today, bro. I'm reading straight literature. Like, this is just history. Right. So the founder of Zionist revisionism, precursor to, to Likud. Yeah. Right? You guys know the Likud uh, party. Zev Jabotinsky, right? He wrote, we, Jew- Can't even, yeah. he wrote, we Jews have nothing in common with what is called the Orient. Thank God. Basically us. Right. To the extent that our uneducated masses have ancient spiritual traditions and laws that call the Orient... They must be weaned away from them. And this is, in fact, what we are doing in every decent school in Palestine. Um, oof, 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 oof. What life itself is doing with great success. We are going in Palestine, first, for our national convenience. Second, to sweep out thoroughly all traces of the Oriental soul. As for the Palestinians, Arabs in Palestine, he, he has in quotes, what they do, and this, there was no, so he's recognizing Palestinians. So this current, the, the, the offspring of these people yeah. are the ones gaslighting us saying we don't exist. But these people, at least they knew that it was Palestine. Yeah, so Shimon Perez, bro, had a Palestinian ID, bro. Shubek, yeah, bro. Man, man, man. Man, bro. 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 Man, so this was the rhetoric that they brought, that they internalized from the anti-Semites in Europe. Uh, they internalized into themselves and they projected onto us. And now they want to call us anti-Semitic. To be Semitic is to be Oriental. So they are indeed the anti-Semites that came in with this racist ideology that they internalized <laughs> from Europe and then brought upon us and then accuse us of doing what the fuck they're doing.
this 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 episode is sponsored by the Santa Monica Library. Yeah, yeah. Dude, what's crazy is that like that's the most educated way to say it. I've always known that, but you articulated that pretty good. Yeah. I, it's just know, I books, mean, bro. It's there. This is a Jewish I mean, writer. I mean, look, this could explain also why a lot of hardcore Jews have a problem with Zionism. It's very simple. You, you could you you see it like a lot of truly religious God fearing Jews like, like like this dude I was arguing with on my live can't be mad at me because I don't support Zionism when half his people don't like right. what are you doing like right. you coming at me go have a fight right. in your house in your house you probably got a couple people that are being quiet yep. you know what I mean because you know they have an ostracizing type of community which brings me to another thing. They keep on calling people Nazis and all this shit, but it's like everywhere you turn, they have the closest environment to it. You know what I mean? Where you can't even say anything, where there's thought police, 1984, Orwellian type of thought police shit, where you can't even say nothing and people come knock on your door like Nazis did. Who the fuck came and knocked on your door when you said something publicly or people heard that you might not fuck with the Gestapos or you don't think Hitler is the king? It's North Korea shit. The the I mean, look, the technology now is even crazier, right? So the, the things that people are able to do these days... Like in Israel. I mean, I'm sure the Nazis thought about it, but like they're doing skin banks in Israel. Oh, yeah. They're you're doing, talking about some. Yeah. See, this is the type of shit. Like people. They're people taking the bodies. They're taking this. the bodies. Yep. I get uncomfortable they're hearing taking it. the bodies. It's they don't shit. They don't want to use their own people's It's about like skin 97%. And organs. Right. 97% what? What do you think? He'll explain it to you. What do you think is the 97%? Of the, of the cells that they. Of the bodies. The skin. Where does it come from? Ninety-seven percent Palestinian people. Yeah, this is what they're like. They're using. They're for taking surgery. the bodies. Skin, I mean, okay, skin grafts. They skin literally. Grafts. Yeah, I mean, the other three percent. Why do you is think like other foreigners? <laughs> why, why do you they they go to the hospitals? They take they they steal the body. They don't even let the people rest when they're dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They yep. take the He's bodies. The truth, they take the bodies. They take their organs. They take their skin, and then they return them. And the families are like, "What? Why? Why are their bodies missing stuff?" Right? Yeah, yeah. This Fuck. is this is all real shit. He's saying skin this banks. Is, Look them up. Look them up. Documented shit too. This is not. So like when they shit. call when they were when, when we're calling them not, it's sometimes it's even worse because they now we have the technology to do that with the with the Pegasus that they have in in Israel. They didn't have that during the. I mean, that's that's like this the spyware that they have in, in all oh, our yeah, phones, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 where they could just turn on your camera and turn on your your yeah. magra- microphone. Even and the images that recently came out of the prisoners being paraded in the streets in their underwear, like yeah. you see the image of that next to like what they were doing in Germany. There's like a very it's, the same. it's, it's oh, a it's the same. It's the same thing as humiliation. But you know what's crazy is it's similar down to the fact that the people they're humiliating are just random people that. What they're doing is like, for the most part, these are not random people they're doing it to. And they're not terrorists either. What these people are, are people that they know for a fact that smile when a rocket comes towards them. So like they know like, like they're rounding up people that would fucking cheer. And that's enough for them. Cheer what? If, If they died? Would cheer if Hamas launched a rocket over the wall. They, they, they know these guys would... They, they, they wouldn't be like, oh, that's bad. They're not going to come out publicly against Hamas. So since in their mind, these people do not condemn condemn Hamas visibly. Right. Like they're not saying fuck Hamas and oh, working yeah. with they're them. They're treated as that's if they true. were they're already there because basically you might be throwing parties. 
You know what I mean? Like to them, like you might be one of the guys that's giving people ideas well, yeah. or you support it. And it's the same way they interrogate the kids, bro. They'll I mean, grab they're, a they're, fucking five-year-old yeah. kid, bro. And they're, round, they're rounding up doctors, journalists, yeah. radio hosts. Hold on, hold on. The, yeah. I'm talking about here. they'll round up a five-year-old kid. Right. And they call because, him a terrorist. Hold on. He's in a neighborhood where another group of kids threw a rock. Right. 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 So why is this kid getting rounded up? They don't know which kid threw the rock. So they take this kid. They're like, fuck it. There's a kid right there. He's right. Hit playing with all of them. Yep. And he take that kid, bro, and they press him for five, six, seven hours. Tell him they're going to knock his head off. Like, I've seen the fucking, I've seen the actual interrogations. There's hidden cameras oh, yeah. that have released the shit. I've seen it too. The way they talk into this kid, bro, it's like, bro, me and Bidri Tamma like hockey, bro. Like, well, the, only state, the only state in the world that interrogates children. imprisons them. Oh, Mil- yeah, military, military prisons. We're talking the only co- state in the world that imprisons children in military prisons. Without due process, interrogation methods. Yeah, no, no, used no, no trial. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. But this mission, hey, bro, man, the world of the Palestinian man, the most resilient Palestinian man. Ibn Zgurt. Man, bitla, baby, balish yaki like with the Zalami man. It's like Rishel already. Like, no, with many akin, alay alaylam killa man. The kid had to learn how to just be a man when he was six. You know what I mean? And it's just, you got to grow up really quick. I grew up really quick. You know what I mean? That's our spirit, bro. That's why our spirit's strong. Because we... Bro, I'm on How does that affect you? jobs. Real jobs. Oh, wow. <laughs> so the yeah. kids, their parents died, and then they they all and, they then, have to... and they stayed in the house, in in stayed in the house as kids, like as like eight, nine year olds or ten year olds, like when they're only a year apart. So they stayed in the house, and basically everyone around the neighborhood just always just checked up on them, yeah, and just did stuff for them, anything they needed. That the land was theirs, everything was theirs, and they just grew up in it. And we'd come back every year. They're 12 and 11, 13 and 12. Da, 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 da. Now they're grown ass men. One of them went to the military. The other ones, you know what I'm saying? And like, I watched these kids turn into men so fast. Mm-hmm. And I could just imagine how Gaza is, bro. They didn't even have to do it and, under a war condition. Yeah. They, they had to just do that, just being poor and, as fuck. Right. And what, the, what, what they don't right. realize is the, the radicalization of like, you know, people use that word a lot, but. You don't have to be a, a terrorist to be radicalized in in their in the mentality of like you see this happening to people, you're gonna be opposed to it and and you're gonna be outspoken about it. It's and like, no, go, go ahead. I was talking the Elon Musk thing where he's like, for how many how many Hamas members did you create by doing this? Exactly, exactly. So when you when yeah, at least he's smart enough to say say what the fuck the obvious is. <laughs> yeah. So like they don't realize that. You know they're they're creating a, a bigger if they can't ha- if, if they couldn't handle Hezbollah in 2006 they uh, technically lost right. Why uh, technically, bro? Yeah, they <laughs> lost. Right. television, bro. He's like, bro. Bro, I literally don't want to cut him off, so I'm gonna wait oh, for him to finish what he was saying. But bro. Seeing what they did in 2006, I and couldn't even yeah. fucking believe it, bro. Right. Like so it was, the, I, he was right in front so of if me. They can't handle. They yeah. can't handle Hezbollah in 2006. They can't ha- handle Hamas right now. Imagine in 10 years when the resistance force they just created is even bigger. Oh, bro. They du- they they didn't double, triple, or quadruple. They went times 15, times 16, bro. The thing is, we don't want to have to fucking resist, bro. Like 
everyone just wants to be left the fuck alone and live peacefully. So right? wait a minute, you're from Amman, right? That's where, that's where I grew where up. Where you grew up? Where are you from originally? Gaza. In Tamil Gaza. So what, what was I going to say though, the point to that about Lebanon? You were uh, saying oh, Nasrallah when he showed up on TV and, and uh, he's pointing his finger in the air. It's, it's like, bro, like when you, when you know, like there's nothing you could do to somebody. Yeah. So basically why I was asking you that is what's your opinion on Hezbollah and how do you mm -hmm. feel about them? Like, because like in Lebanon, people went back and forth their whole lives about them because Hezbollah has always been a resistance group, but they have a bit of a, 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 a bad reputation because of what happened in Syria. And like Syria was like a really crazy situation and they fought like. They were crazy. They were the most vicious motherfuckers in Syria. You know what I mean? So like people, yeah. people go back and forth how they feel about them. To me personally, I feel like they understand the fact that if they didn't exist, neither would we, period. And, and that's how I feel. The whole entire shit and about it, Iran yeah. taking over Lebanon and all – you know, they're serving Iran. It's the biggest bullshit ever. It's weird ass fucking Western propaganda that has got into our minds in Lebanon. And now the average Lebanese dude will be like, like, let America come and take over this fucking place. And it's like, no, you don't understand that all we want is sovereignty and to be left alone and to be economically free. Right. Which brings me to what I want to say to you. Gaza can end the poor. Okay. Rahel poor in Gaza. Okay. Dimashk used to have a port too. Rahel poor in Dimashk during the war. So now there was only two ports left that were bringing in money in and out of the Levant basin, which were Haifa and Beirut. Okay. In 2020, mysteriously, it fajr okay? from a fucking explosion. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. The third strongest explosion to ever rock the planet. So it's behind Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Really? 100%. Wow. So because it's, it goes Nagasaki, Hiroshima, Beirut. Shit. This is this is the this is the this is your table of fucking chart. This wow. is your chart of explosives. Wow. Per tons or whatever. The amount yeah. of tons of fucking yeah. TNT yeah. drop. Yeah. There's a shit ton. So, so yeah. it destroyed the port. So they want us to believe it was negligence. That a third world country like Lebanon, which is literally has no infrastructure, we can't even put out fires. We have no helicopters. We have no planes. We can't even blow nothing up. Electricity. We can't barely. blow nothing up but a building. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that's maybe, right? No electricity, nothing. They want us to believe that our civilization, you know what I mean, us, has the capability to not only create the third strongest explosion of all time, but do it by accident. <laughs> Bro, it's the biggest bullshit ever. The truth is, there's only that. four fucking countries on earth that could even possess the ability to release that much energy. Mm. And when you factor out two of them, you just know that it's like, okay, well, you know, it's these two. So uh, it comes down to, like, to me, so, America and Israel. Yeah. You that, mean? What and are it's the like, other two? That, that, uh, what are the funny. other two? North Russia, Korea. Russia, no, not even North Korea. Russia, Russia and England. That's it. That's funny because that kind That's of, it. You, it directly contradicts what a few episodes <laughs> before we had Nimr, Abu Nasar on, and... Um, he was saying that... You know Nimmer? No, but what was he saying? Wait, the comedian? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I wish I wish I got to see him, man. I used yeah, to be in Beirut. I was a kid that. when he was coming up. You guys should... We'll introduce you guys him. I love him, yeah. man. Yeah. You guys are like the same age. Shouts but out there. Anyway, so anyway, long story short, he said that 
Israel, I mean, th that ammonia or ammonium was yeah. in the port for like seven or eight years. Yeah. So what he was saying is that if Israel or anybody wanted to bomb it, they would have already. But I guess th uh, there was like a some kind of sp like fireworks went off or so there was negligence involved. But, I, you know, here's we could also. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. Yeah. Habib Albin Emir, I'll watch But. The thing is, I don't know if he's aware of this, but you gotta you gotta see all the little pieces to actually put the picture together. You just gotta go a couple of years back from when the poor exploded, and you gotta see this briefing that Netanyahu did. Mm. All right, so oh, Netanyahu yeah, yeah, yeah. comes out in the briefing and literally has a map of the three locations that he is intending to completely destroy. Mm. One of them is the port, bro. Really, you can't erase this off the internet. It's there. It's Online, well, yeah. and he told us Lebanon, you know I mean, bro. Lebanon, hatun the argali will fucking act like khara, fucking. You know what I'm saying? Ras, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they're just not paying attention, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like he came and told us, like man, help poor man, nila an ardu man, heda ba abisir fi isha, na bifauto isha. Now to answer your question about the stuff being there for eight years, that is a high. That is literally. Uh, a theory because it could be the same stuff going in and out for eight years. Right. Like who the fuck? Who like knows? I mean, I mean, it also kind of sounds like the logic of like, oh, if we wanted to, if we didn't care about civilians, we would have. If we wanted to commit a genocide, we would have killed all two million of you, bro. Like it sounds like that type of rhetoric. Yeah, where it's yeah, like yeah, We yeah. could have done more. It's like no, I don't think anyone know, said that. I don't think I nobody know. said that. They, he was just saying if they really wanted to. To, to well, they really it. wanted to and they told us. It might have just took yeah, yeah. eight years. <laughs> I know not everybody speaks Arabic, but whatever. You have to understand um, what happened, what, what, what they did, you know what I mean, was something that they told us in our face they were going to do. You know what I mean? They did it and the excuse is the same fucking excuse and I want everybody to hear this out. Because I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. Cool. They want to label them as terrorist killers or whatever they want. Cool. That's cool. You don't have the right to tell anybody from another country, okay, what they can and can't store in their port. Like, how is this fucking logic? But the Lebanese guy will tell you, I'll be storing They have to come to the fucking port. You don't look at your fucking people for it. You look at the people that are the offenders. Right. So the fact that they have this stuff doesn't give them the right to do anything. Yeah, then, right. second of all, bro, there's DEWs, bro. Everything's about missiles and rockets, bro. They got fucking DEWs, What's directed that? energy weapons, okay. period. Okay? And that raises another question for me. The, la the lasers and shit? Yes, bro. They could start fires. Look at Maui. Maui. The Maui yeah. shit is obvious. Guess who, was, guess who they tested this on before Maui? Lebanon. Okay, mm -hmm. and everybody in Lebanon, because they're so smart, bro. Darabuna hara ulal balad kilu at the same time, bro. The first time this has ever happened, Lebanon ma paida, and like 2020, 2021 during COVID and all this shit. Lebanon ma paida tohtarat, bro. It was like in 20. Uh, it was right before the explosion, bro. Mm -hmm. So it was like 2020 or 2009. It was 2020. Okay, bro. It came at a time. It's so intelligent how it happened. All because the Lebanese people, how do you make them attack each other? Yeah. They did it at a time where they knew 
the money for all the fire departments and for building and developing all the all the, the administrative money that was coming to the politicians was getting fucked off. Yeah. Yeah. They were spending the money on different shit. Right. So they knew there was no infrastructure to put out fires. We have zero helicopters, zero firefighters, zero anything. We watched Lebanon it. Period. Lebanon in my opinion, from these same type of weapons, bro. Mm. These are new fucking weapons being tested on us, bro. Where the lab Gaza Gaza is a lab experiment, bro, for new weapons. Okay, for anyone watching this, this is how it works. They go, Israel has the best defense force fucking marketing strategy in the world right now that everybody wants because they have a tested and proven on the field. Wow. Selling system. Oh, so unlike shit. all the other weapons manufacturers that come up there and they're like, hi, we're from Italy. We just built, we built like a fucking, mm -hmm. people will be like, oh, okay, that's a nice rocket, but what does it do? You know what I'm saying? Like Fuck. the Israelis are like, oh, here, here's footage. Uh, he, he, this is actually being used as we speak. So it's the craziest selling point for Customer them. Customer so, testimonials. So these fucking places are becoming lab experiments like Gaza. Gaza right now, bro, do you, do you see the type of weapons they're using? It's a new rocket every other day, the bro. The phosphorus. You see the, the Phosphorus picture. isn't new, but like, right. bro. The, the pictures of the reserves of the rockets, the, the fucking rockets are... Bro, the RX-9 Hellfire the, 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 that, that throws the blades, bro, that doesn't even have a fucking um, uh, uh, incendiary fucking uh, warhead on it. So it just throws fucking blades. Then there's this other, there's this other bomb. I don't even know what it is. I'm still trying to look it up right now. It's crazy. I can't even explain what it looks like. It looks like a fucking fire sprinkler or some shit coming out of a fucking rocket with like wings. And bro, they're just testing this shit on people. And they're throwing this shit on our fucking kids. On anybody that they don't give a fuck who, where, who's around. They could be their people in the building, bro. They don't give a fuck. This is an absolute death squad that exterminates shit. But like people say, like it's just war. It's just war. It's not just it's war not because just war. again, this I'll give you the same statistics. When the fuck was war? Just war anyway. I'll give you the same. People die, you know. That's what they'll no, say. No, people don't die. That's what fucking murderers say. Bro. I'll give you the same collateral damage statistics that I gave the Elon guy. There is no way you could ever say that it's war because civilians are way outnumbered. Because not only that, because if 0.5 babies die in, die in Ukraine oh, yeah. every two years, and if one baby dies in Iraq throughout the whole war, and if one and a half babies die in Syria throughout the whole world war every day, but then 170 of them die in Gaza a day, you see this is not a fucking collateral damage issue now, is it? Can you say that one more time? In Ukraine, the whole entire two years of fighting, 0.5 babies died a day. Okay. okay. That means every two days, one, one baby died. Mm -hmm. That's how collateral damage works. Right. Babies are delicate. You know what I'm saying? It happens. Shit happens. The baby ends up dying. You still, know what I'm saying? Still tragic. Or they don't even have access. Of course it's tragic, they, but that's collateral day. damage, though. And that's a half a day. Yeah, that's in a fucking war, that's good. Like, that's amazing that, 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 not bad. that people are not getting slaughtered left and right in the war. That means they're being precise. That right. means they're right. not, they're being careful. Right, right. When you go from 0 0.5 and 1 and 1 1.5 to 170, bro, it's it, it's no it's obvious there's no lack of control there. 170 babies a day yeah. are dying in on Gaza. average. Yes. On average. On average right now. Is it? It probably slowed down like in the last couple of days well, or think week about because it. You, of the ceasefire, but yeah, like but it sped back up. It, let's say right there's back up, it's right? sped right back up, so. but I'm saying like right before the ceasefire, bro, it was, it was getting to crazy numbers. Like some of the days it would be like 300 babies died in one day. Like it's 
Yeah, and then like you get to the point where it's not just from bombing; it's from malnutrition. It's from it's, that's, that's what's about to yeah. start happening right now. The, well, it's already happening. Like yeah, the, the NICU. Up in the I mean, Winter when, is when when you when you um, have the, the the hospitals being uh, you know uh, taken over, and they have to leave the NICU babies behind. Oh yeah, the babies are decomposing. The, in the, the, incub- the incubator story yeah. is crazy as so, hell. So it's not just from directly from bombs. It's from starvation. It's from. I mean, they the, the, seized the hospital. They surrounded the hospital with tanks and shit, and they cut off the energy to the hospital, and the babies literally started yeah, I'll, dying. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. ICU. I'll tell you another story too. That's like really tragic, just like that. Like when they were forced to walk, like some of the women were going into labor, and like one of the one of the ladies, she literally went into labor during the walk. Her her husband stopped to 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 be there for her and comfort her. And the Israeli soldier aims at him and says, "Keep walking, or I'm gonna blow your head off." So he had to keep walking. He left her on the ground giving birth, and he hasn't seen them since. He doesn't know where they are now. He just walked away and never. Know, he yeah. just, bro, what kind of? It's like real shit. Like it's like stuff that people can't make up in a movie. Like Monsters. if you fucking wanted to write a movie, Monsters. you could have come up with shit like this. I mean, fucking I, crazy. Probably the, fucking one of the saddest videos was a, a, a woman holding her baby that passed or got, okay, sorry, fuck it. She got murdered and, and fucking. Good job correcting yeah, your language. Good job, yeah. speak. CNN takes some cues. Yeah, like just got fucking just massacred. And, and like she said that she had to take 580 injections just to have that kid because oh, the yes, IVF. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and she was, I just like, I was like, and then I saw in the comments like, you know, women from all over the world saying, you know, I'm an IVF, you know, user too. Um, I'm not sure the acronym is something about they had to, t- you know, they have to take uh, injections to be able to go into labor and yeah. have, have babies. So she worked so, I mean, just to have a baby in, in Gaza to like, Obviously she went through so it much. difficult because of the yeah. fact of what babies multiplying means to them. Right. Like and this is uh, this is a great thing to yeah. segue into. It's it's yeah. the reason why there's this confusion why so many kids are getting killed. There's really no confusion if you look at the rhetoric that they're pushing from their commanders and all of them talking about Amalek and erase everything. Don't leave an infant, an animal. Right. Don't leave a suckling or so all that type of talk. You see it reflective in the shit and the fact when a lot of their 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 religious leaders are also relating it to stories in the Torah oh, yeah. about how like. You have no mer- like having no mercy, mercy yeah. on the child. You know what I mean? It's not you having mercy on the child, but you not showing mercy to the victim that this child will later on grow up to uh, to to violate. So so you're doing a disservice to yourself by not showing no mercy to a child, bro. And it's like so they're promoting this stuff, and this is like people out there that are regularly spoken. So imagine the people that aren't saying shit that feel that way. Right. And now you get an example and a good understanding of why. So many babies are being deliberately knocked off. I think it's a mix. It's a lot of it probably is hatred for for just babies that are Arab, right? But a lot of it is fear, bro. It's genuine. I literally had this realization. Like it's actual genuine fear where they are terrified. They are literally wiping out as many as they can out of actual real fear like in their mind they're defending themselves because they just know that kid's gonna grow up and do something you know why (laughs) because because they know what they're doing of course they know the evil that they've put into the 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 hearts and lives of these kids so they're in power 
And there's, I was thinking of this quote, like I was, I wanted to write this down somewhere, but it's like those who have power will fucking grip onto it until their fists bleed because they know all that evil everyone, they've done. Everyone. And when they let go, that shit is going to come right back in their face. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they're going as hard as they fucking can, killing everybody because they know in their hearts. It's over. It's already past the point of no return. And you know what? That also is a segue into a good way to understanding like, like the, the, the inside the paranoia of the average Israeli mind that if, if the Israeli state was to be disassembled military wise, that they feel like everyone's going to come and kill them. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that kind of brings us back to even what you were saying earlier. It's like, what's so difficult for them to, for, for like the regular Israeli citizen to disavow Zionism. It, they could just do it and they would be, they, I feel like this is the easy thing to say is like, all you got to do is disavow Zionism and you're good. So the ones that don't feel safe to me are admitting like the ones that are like, oh, once the Israeli power is gone, we're it's get we're dead. Right. I think these are people that feel guilty yeah. because they know that like they gonna have to answer to the way right. they felt. Right. But like if you talk to to Jewish people that don't feel support <clears throat> Israel, they don't feel that way. They right. don't have that fear of like right. if we lose because they're like we have to win the battle. Like Netanyahu's like we have to win, we have to win. I feel like he's the perfect example of it because he's caught up in so much fraud in his country and he's fucked up. The Israelis want him out so bad. He yeah. has no choice but to win. If he loses, Netanyahu He's might done. even go to jail. Yeah. He, he yeah. Might, yeah. Israelis yeah. are not to be fucked around with. They might be the first people to jail their president, their yeah. prime minister. Yeah. They they might be the ones to do it. Americans, we're too fucking pussy. He was on his way. No, he was on his way. He was on his way. And then... It, it, yeah, it, it, he was... It, bro, they were showing up to his house. Right. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. It, when the fuck has that ever happened out there, bro? We didn't even do shit like this. They're showing up to his house. Well, it just shows them most like a lot of people don't support, you know, like their their government over there. And those are the ones that we those are our allies. Why would they feel unsafe with us? We have right. no fucking problem right. with you. Yeah. Right. Come hang out. Yeah. We can drink and, coffee. Show you how to make is, it the right way. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, we don't have hate in our hearts, bro. It's like I, I read something today. It's like every Zionist accusation is a confession. Like, we're not the ones that want to go and kill your babies. We're not the ones that want to inflict <laughs> damage are. on you. Right. We want to just chill, I mean, bro. It, we just want to live peacefully. They, we just want to be good where we are, bro. We're not. There's nothing to fear from us. But They, they, they were, I mean, to, to go off of that, like, everything that they say is like a, they're dictating what happened at their, their Yassin. Like they were actually throwing babies into cutting, ovens, cutting women's bellies and, open. And they're literally just saying exactly what they did uh, decades ago. It's so ago. crazy so. hearing it. It makes me think that the reason why they're doing it is because these atrocities that were committed were so crazy is that they remember these as the craziest and most biggest atrocities of all time. So let's use this right. as an excuse because we know this to be the craziest thing ever because we've done it. Nazis. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. You feel like, so to them, they're like, oh, this is the maximum because like it's ingrained into them to rip shit apart like that. So they're like, okay, we'll say they do it. They don't know about a level bigger than that right. or a different thing to use as a lie because... That's what they know. Like, yeah. to me, it's like, yeah. I, bro, it's always like that. It's always self-projection. It's always, oh, they beheaded the babies and they all did this shit. But then you look to the side and you just see, like, a headless Palestinian child. Right. It's like, bro, right. it's, like it's, a, crazy, it's like a bro. joke. Like, they're it's playing a joke on us. Bro. Yeah, it's like they tell us, this is what you did. And we go, oh, we did. And then we go look online and it's happening to us. It's our kids. 
It's like, what? Like, so, but then you can't be mad about that. Like, we seen the kid come out the ambulance without the head, bro. He was holding him up. We all seen this shit, bro. I couldn't even post it on my page. I didn't even post it on my page. I just said something about it. Because I knew if I posted it on my page, like. Delete. Yeah. I'm not allowed to show that. Like they, they're not gonna let you show that. You uh, know what I mean? Like they're gonna censor the shit out of it, bro. It's a, it's a really dystopian, I mean, they were fucking using, weird can we, time that we're going through right now. But yeah, we're gonna transition away because we do want to hear. <laughs> we do want to hear about disaster himself, man. No, like we politics. could go, we could go on about Palestine. I mean, this, is, yeah, this is beyond politics. This, this whole this conversation is, is politics. So it's love. like, honestly, I forgot that you even rapped. Yeah, it's crazy, right? <laughs> I mean, as a it's rapper, not, that's not part of your... I kind of been, like, taking a can I, break off that. Can I ask, like, since we're deep into yeah. this political thing, I haven't really been talking that much. I don't like politics, personally. I'm I see. more of a humanitarian so person. Like, what's happening? You know, obviously, we want a ceasefire and all that. Like, and it's... The more horrors you're seeing, like, it's undeniable what's happening, you know? Um, but, like, what do you see as the future, do you see other countries coming in? Do you see, you know, like we don't know what's gonna happen, but like, like is Lebanon gonna come in? Like, you know, like what? What what's is the way forward? What is the way forward? And and the I way don't know, that man, we're gambling, bro. I guess everybody is just waiting to see what their fate is, bro. The Israeli feels the same way. You know what I mean? Think... He doesn't know if he's gonna end up with a state or not. You know what I mean? A lot of them are afraid. For the first time ever, it seems like their dream is being taken from them. But for the first time ever, it seems for Palestinians, their dream is gonna come true. And you got all these things happening and these countries involved. And, you know, Lebanon is literally getting bombed right now and on the verge of a full-blown invasion too. And I don't know what would happen in Lebanon. Sometimes I, I think like, you know what, if they succeed in leveling Gaza, they're going to get big-headed. They're going to go into Lebanon. And they're going to end up fucking their whole entire fucking shit up by going into Lebanon. But then I think about like Lebanon will get destroyed and... Do these countries really give a fuck? Like, would Iran step up like they think that they would? And Iran back in Russia, would, would they? Like, would would Russia really give a fuck if Lebanon fucking fell apart? No, they're gonna try to help us and be like, yeah, we don't support the Israeli cause. They might sell weapons to Hezbollah. They might lead us to a cliff, and then when we're ready, they'll just be like, okay, time well, to fall. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's just no, my, nobody cares. Yeah, bro. My my question. I mean, it's it's always been so one sided with the with the attack. Like, can you imagine if Tel Aviv got airstruck? What do you mean airstrike? Like just bombs start dropping on it? Not rockets. Like some, like people, like you know how Israeli they fighter pilots go into Tel Aviv. Like oh, no, I'm saying like Israeli fighter pilots. The same type fly of damage over. that's happening. Oh yeah. Oh my us. God. They would have lost their. They would have leveled. No, but the whole I'm planet. saying like they, they do that indiscriminately to people right. thousands of times, and if it happens once, it's like the end of the world. Nine eleven. Correct. It's October seventh. You know what I mean? And and again, we don't condone that. We condemn it. We like it, it's it's a we we understand like you have to go I mean, into nobody the, the respects human, civilian life being the, taken. The, yeah, right. the, the you go into the human psyche and you say, okay, I understand. I don't agree, but I understand why this happened. Right. Yeah. And and you, what do you expect from from you beat somebody over and over and over? You put them in a corner. What's going to happen? You're gonna get what you what what, what happened. I mean, it's it is like fucking or being a pet, fucking being like an alligator keeper. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, like the, the way the killer whales that kill their trainers. Like, what you are you know expect? saying? You're gonna keep yeah. on riding on the whale's back and fucking trapping you're, you're him in a cage, get, telling him what to do, and he might just drag you to the bottom one day. You're gonna get chomped. <laughs> you're gonna get chomped. But yeah, so it, it's it's uh, 
again, you you were talking about his like uh, being back. This isn't politics. This is our life, man. This is this is. That's the thing. When he said I don't like politics, like when he said I don't like politics, that's how I was at one point in my life, and you can't avoid it, bro. It is actually the. the, That's how I was two months ago. I I I didn't want to talk about (laughs) anything. We're working on him. He's getting a lot better. No, but you're not gonna be able to avoid it at some point. You're you're doing good now, but you're gonna lose track, bro. You're not gonna be able to. No, it's going mean, to eventually take over. You everything. can look. I mean, I'm, I, he's been documenting the struggle. Though. The thing he's is, been, he's yeah, been I've been uh, I've been in the streets talking to people. At, oh, you really? know, Protests. I went to D.C. I went to the. I'm at bro. Let me come with you. Um, I went to talk to you know Palestinians, Israelis, Jewish people, Jewish Voice for Peace. Like, I really, I didn't sign up for this, but I had to. You know, I can't like, yeah. be silent. Let gotta let people talk in their story. They got to do their part, man. Yeah, hundred percent. Big respect. And yeah, man, we could definitely, we could definitely. Right, you want to talk about battle rap? Go yeah, ahead. bro. No, <laughs> his favorite topic. Again, we could. I was supposed to battle an Israeli, and now he's like not giving me the date, and he's acting all weird and shit. For real? Yep. Damn. It's the only battle I want to do. I'm retired, bro. Why, why is it your least favorite topic? Talk about it all the time, too much. What's my least favorite topic? Battle rap. Oh, I just I'm over battle rap right now because it's kind of pointless. Yeah, I already done everything there is to do in it. Yeah. I just want to battle this Israeli dude. And I just hope he would <laughs> get the balls to take the battle, man, oh, and yeah. just finally just agree to do it and stop dragging along and going over there and pushing propaganda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'd be an epic battle, bro. Seeing you like going, in. especially with who he is, bro. Like he's actually who is he? He's at, his name is Kosher Dills. He's like this <laughs> dude that's in the in the street. Yeah, we know, we know. Yeah, he's interviewing people just like he is, but like he's just. He's like doing this like, like kind of like passive, like, oh, it's all, you know, peace and love type of shit, but just won't even admit there's a genocide going on and just yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and it's cool. I just want to have a conversation with him about it. You know what I mean? I want him to tell his side and I tell my side and, and, and that's it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just, they know like, there's really nothing to say, especially in front of the shit that I wrote. I spit Eddie some of the shit too. Like he lost his mind when he heard yeah. the shit. Like it's it's the nuttiest shit I ever wrote in my life. Damn. Like, it's absolutely fucking insane. And like whatever. I mean, I shouldn't even have said that because he's gonna see this now and get even more scared. Uh-huh. Maybe now I definitely don't have a chance of battling him because I don't think he believes in him, himself or the shit that he's gonna say. You know what I mean? You I mean, think- how many people want to stand up against disaster talking about what he's most passionate about? I guess that's what that's the, heart. Yeah, you know I what I'm saying? That's the key. <laughs> like you've decimated people over a lot less. Hey, he's not watching all the way <laughs> yeah, through this. Like, if you catch me on some hobby shit, you can get right. a, you might get a sneak in a win. You know what yeah. I mean? Me just fucking around, but you're not gonna sneak in a win if this happens. Not there's no this, fucking win. Not on this. I'd rather fucking be buried alive. Hey, tag me in too. <laughs> than lose him. Like, there's no yeah. way I'm losing. Yeah. <laughs> Your rap battles and uh, with with Drake, with Drake there and his reactions. Oh yeah, What's when the, I battled, but French Montana was there too, man. Yeah, shouts out to French Montana. How was that? When, when like real rap, like when, well, not real rappers. When rappers are like you're the real deal, you know? Yeah, like, man, that, that was feel? crazy. Taylor Swift was there too, bro. I put some money in her fucking <laughs> in her top, bro, and all oh, that right. shit, man. Yeah, hell yeah. She, bro, asked, that, she asked for a picture with me. What you mean, bro? The picture's online too. She's like all up on my shit, bro. Wow. You can tell I didn't ask for the picture. You can the tell. Woman, woman of the year, Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift, bro. Yeah. She's like, let's take a pic. I'm like, oh, <laughs> 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 It was a cool night battling at Drake's birthday party, man. I was actually booked to be like a surprise for for the party. So like they they were like, we got a present for you. Then I came out. Drake's uncle 
like a like like a he seemed like a Brooklyn Jewish guy or something. Yeah. You know what mm, I mean? Like yeah. he's just like, listen to me in my days, man. Like you, you're like Rodney Dangerfield. You know, like, it's like, <laughs> it's like you remind me of him. You're like the only thing I I I, I love it. Like he was just telling me how much you love me. I was like, yeah, damn, sorry. this fool loves me more than Drake does. That's crazy. That's dumb. <laughs> would you be up for a battle against Eminem? And do you think that you could? Win? I'd go off on him like I would on Kosher Dude. Like it would just be absolutely fucking insane. You'd have to, right? Lose my mind completely. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't even think, like, to be honest with you, like, I don't think he would stand a chance. But, like, I might be wrong because it's, it's, it would definitely be the biggest challenge he's ever had in his life. And I'm pretty sure he thinks so too. I'm pretty sure he understands that. You know what I mean? Like, he knows that. Like, I'm the, I'm the dude that would do it. If it wasn't me, it would be Pat. Pat's not with us no more.